Hello and welcome to For Real Life Pod. My name is Sharon. I am a super Bluey fan. And I'm Tori, a total Bluey newbie, watching the episodes for the very first time. And together we're reviewing and recapping the many adventures of the Healer family. Let's dive in. This episode of Bluey is called Typewriter. Hello everyone and welcome back to Season 2, Episode 49, Typewriter. How are you today, Tori? I'm great. How are you? Good. Okay. So before we dive into this very imaginative, friends-based episode... Not like friends that you're you're looking at. You lost not me. Like, you lost me. I'm there. Like, Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> not friends. Like I'll be there for you, friends. That's so what I heard. But like <laughs> Bluey friends. Got it. Because I know you. you like the friends of Bluey. You like episodes that have multiple characters in them. So before we get into that, please tell me, share with us, what is your synopsis for this episode? Episode forty nine typewriter. Ludo Studios steals the plot of Wizard of Oz. <laughs> you like that one? Was- that one is so good. <laughs> that one is that one is perfect, especially since I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna completely face fess up to it, and people are gonna be like, "We're gonna get a lot of flack." I'm gonna get a lot of flack. Okay. I did not catch that it was Wizard of Oz. Wizard <gasps> of Oz reference. Is it until- actually? Until like the second or third time. Well, it's been brought up. Different people have theorized. Okay, I didn't know that. And it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't something that I even caught or thought about until somebody brought it up and I was like, oh. And then especially watching it back before, as I was working on recapping it, I was like, oh yeah, this has big Wizard of Oz energy. Like, okay. So a little disappointed. I thought I had an original idea, um, but also I'm feeling kind of smart. Well, here, here's the thing. <laughs> this episode's been out for like almost two years. So once okay. we catch, we're getting close to season three. So because we're very close to season three, you could have some like more original. Yes. Or closer yes. to the yeah. people haven't closer had two to years stores. to investigate it. Yes. So I have Calypso as the wizard. Bluey yep. is Dorothy. Snickers, wasn't sure if he was the Tin Man or the Scarecrow. Honestly, it could have been either one. Um, Winton is the Lion. Yep. Um, the Pathway was the Yellow Brick Road. Terriers, I wasn't sure if they were the Munchkins or the Flying Monkeys. Oh. Could have been either. Could have been either. Yeah, so that's where I'm at. I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, so the official Disney Plus synopsis is Bluey and Friends get ambushed by the Terriers. That's it? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's the yeah. worst one they've that's ever a Disney, done. That's Disney Plus. Yeah, I know. That's awful. Now, the Bluey TV website, this is actually episode 48. So very close to the 49 for Disney Plus. It says, Bluey, Snickers, and Winton are on their way to ask Calypso for help with their problems when they're ambushed by the Terriers and use their unique talents to get past. That was good. That kind of made me appreciate the episode more. Yes. So what did you think about this episode? Honestly, not a favorite. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I love Friends episodes. And for th- for some reason, I don't know if it was my mood. Maybe I hadn't eaten enough that day. I just had a hard time paying attention. Um, in the end, I was like, what the heck, Calypso? Like, why are we hiding the typewriter? Like, everything doesn't have to be imagination. Like, let her capture her stories. Like, I thought it was weird. She wouldn't want her to write her stories down. I didn't understand the motivation. I don't know. I just, this one, maybe as we talk through it, you'll convince me. Because even hearing that, like, synopsis back, I was like, oh, okay, that makes me appreciate it slightly more. So we'll see. 
does it make you feel better to hear that you're not the only person <gasps> that is like WTF Calypso? Like, what is happening? Why did you hide the typewriter? I mean, they yeah, they, it does. They have all these things to you. Bluey was still using her imagination as she was doing the typewriter when it first started. So she wasn't really, it's not a working typewriter. Like she was still kind of pretending. So you're not alone. You're not alone. There's definitely a lot of like feelings around this episode with Calypso hiding it and how did she get it? I'm always like thinking more of the logistics. Like there wasn't really enough time and it was shown in the background. And then when would she be able to grab the like, how could nobody see? And the children are only like five feet away. Like whatever, I need to stop. It does make me feel better that other people thought this too. Mm-hmm. Why will he run away if I ask him if he's gluten free? Because you're a space invader. Oh, okay. Wait, what's a space invader? It's someone who stands too close, like what you're doing right now. Oh, most people stay about this far apart, but you don't. You get right up close. Because I'm a space invader? Yeah. Oh. I think there's good things about this episode, but I think it's definitely falls a little bit more middle of the road. Yeah, I agree. You know, so it opens and we see that we're at Bluey's school. Bluey is pretending to play on an old typewriter when Chloe runs by and tells her that Calypso is telling a story. Bluey, Snickers, Chloe, Coco, and eventually Wynn all come to listen about a story with an old dog sitting on a box begging for treats. One day, a dog gnome comes up and asks him to open the box, which he thought was empty. And he finds out that it's actually full of treats that he was sitting on the entire time. Okay, so the other thing that kind of distracted me and that I tried to go back and figure this out was, is this like a parable of an actual story? Is this just something that they made up? I'm trying to remember anything from my childhood of oh, the thing you actually wanted is a thing that you're sitting on or you need to check, like, and I couldn't, it didn't have any tie to anything other than this actual episode itself. Yeah, I I didn't try to connect it to something I'd already heard, but I was trying to quick think, like, what was the goal here? Like, what was she teaching them? Like, what was the lesson in there? And I definitely feel like you could dig into it and there's a lesson about, like, you know, looking at what you already have before trying to find something better. Like, something within your realm is already good enough and can already meet your needs. You don't always have to try to strive for better. Oh, it's a beautiful lesson. Oh, thanks. I love so that. I, so I, I was thinking more about, like, okay, what lesson is she trying to teach? But you're right. It does feel like it could tie back to, like, is there, like, a classic fairy tale story, like, the boy who cried wolf or something like that. Yeah. That's just like every kid knows. Yeah, but I, I can't. Know. I couldn't think of one. I couldn't think of one either. All the kids. So after the story is over, all the kids go yay, except Bluey, who essentially is like us and proclaims that it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> how Bluey's us in this regard in the audience is like that doesn't make any sense. Like, what are you trying to teach me? Yeah. Which kind of is how we feel about the whole episode. <laughs> oh, also want to note how Snickers keeps falling over. That was so random. It was funny and cute, but I was like, what is this connecting to? Well, I wonder if it's also partially a nod to the fact that the figurine of Snickers (laughs) won't actually stand up. Because the actual, like, figurine that you get in the play sets will not stand up. You have to, like, use his tail. And even then, it's, like, really hard to keep him standing. He just wants to fall over because his little tiny legs. He's very top-heavy. I can picture the meeting right now. <laughs> oh, no. What are we going to do? The figures aren't standing up. Should we recall all the toys? No, it's fine. We'll just ride it into the show. 
Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say moose toys. Like, it's like, hey, guys, we need to address this. And Ludo's like, don't worry, we're on it, man. We got you covered. <laughs> we got you covered. <laughs> Probably. So Snickers falls over again and we get the title card. Back in the episode, Bluey is walking with Chloe, explaining how she's going to write her own story, but then she discovers her typewriter is gone. And when you're watching the episode, while Calypso is telling the story, you see the kids, like, from Calypso's perspective, and you can actually see the stump with the typewriter in the background. Mm, Interesting. So, again, it's not like it's that far away. Like, Bluey wasn't, like, having to walk around the entire property and come back, like... How did Calypso steal it? <laughs> and it's not like a small thing you could just like tuck in your pocket. Like it's a big yeah, clunky metal mess. Yeah. yeah, it is. So Bluey decides to find Calypso for help. And on the way, she runs into Stickers, who looks really sad. Bluey asks him what's wrong. And we find out that he's sad that he can't set up yet. Why is this a thing? I don't know. You're supposed to be like five or six at this point. <laughs> what do you mean you can't sit up? Pretty sure that we saw Snickers or a baby Snickers in Baby Race. I'm going to have yeah. to go back and watch that. Yeah. Again, probably just Moose Toys being like, we need you guys to handle this, please. <laughs> so Bluey assures him that it will take him longer because he is longer. Ah, that was cute. Ah, that was really cute. And Bluey suggests that he comes with her to see the wizard. I mean Calypso. <laughs> who may be able to help <laughs> we're off to see Calypso the wonderful Calypso of the episode <laughs> love it next they run into Winton who's also sad because he thinks everyone runs away from him he also joins the group and they head off up a hill the group then arrives at a bridge guarded by the terriers who mount a pretend attack with their bows and arrows. Bluey tells the terriers they aren't playing their game and that they have to go see Calypso, which makes the terriers sad. There's a lot of sad characters like <laughs> in this episode. Of course, when the terriers ask if they can just pretend with them, Bluey gives in and the group goes and hides behind some bushes to avoid the onslaught of arrows. Hey! We're shooting bows and arrows at you. Not real ones. They're pretend, Will. We're not playing your game. We're going to see Calypso. I'm looking for the real typewriter. Oh, Please, can you pretend that they're pretend, Will? Oh, okay. Arrows, get down! <laughs> Luckily, Bluey has a plan to get Snickers to go around the terriers by sneaking through the skinny trees... Which he totally does with ease because, again, he's a, you know, again, I was just like, why is there a random grove of what honestly looks like bamboo? Yeah. (laughs) They're just like, whatever, in this episode. One of the terriers goes after Snickers after a quick bickering session with his siblings, but he can't find Snickers because, of course, Snickers is a sausage jock and perfectly fits behind the very skinny tree trunks. The two remaining terriers then wonder why Bluey and Winton aren't attacking them. So one of them goes off to find out why, but stops again to bicker with his sibling before he goes. And I thought that their bickering was hilarious. Like, oh, well, you got to do this and I got to do this. And, you know, very typical. I thought it was fun. Yes. Meanwhile, Bluey hatches another plan. She's going to get Winton to ask the terriers a question to make the terriers run away. But this confuses Witten. <laughs> it's like, why? Why would I do that? So Bluey explains that any question will work because Winton is a personal, quote unquote, space invader. 
and makes people uncomfortable. I thought this was the brilliant part of the episode. Mm -hmm. Because Witten, like, this is a thing. People do this and children don't understand like personal space so i thought this is a really great way that they they like leaned into this and the way that bluey just matter-of-factly says oh this is what you do this is why people feel this way and it wasn't it wasn't judgy it wasn't you know any of those things it was just like oh yeah you're you're this and this is this is why and when it was like oh okay cool matter of fact not like oh nobody likes me because of, you know yeah, well, and the fact that, like, this had been bothering Winton, like, he didn't yeah. understand why people were reacting yeah. this way, and nobody was explaining it to him. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. It was uh, a good moment. Of course, Bluey comes in and just... Saves the day. You know, saves the day. Saves the day. So the Terriers try to ambush them, but Winton gets in real close, and they run away. Back in the skinny trees, Snickers run past the other Terrier, and here's the thing. We do not know the names of the Terriers. They have not told us any of the names of the terriers so that is literally why i'm just calling them the terriers like terrier one or terrier two or the one that's slightly darker gray than the other one because mm-hmm. we don't actually have names for them uh, yeah even the teachers like the terriers yeah mm-hmm. it's so interesting i'm hoping that maybe in like the last part of season three or maybe in season uh-huh. four they actually They'll get names. share with us like what their <gasps> names are it's gotta be something cute like huey dewey and louie like grimy names yeah, that would be kind of fun <laughs> There is now just one of the terriers left guarding the bridge. Bluey wonders how they will get past, and Winton actually suggests an imaginary shield, which he hands to Bluey to defend and fend off the bows and arrows as they cross the bridge. As Bluey and Winton run up the hill with the terriers behind them, Bluey calls for Snickers to do his sausage dog roll thing down the hill, resulting in like bowling over the terriers, which this part was cute too. And we get Snickers going, I love being a sausage dog. Aww. Yeah. After he said he doesn't like being a sausage dog earlier in the episode. So as they get to the top of the hill, Bluey points out that Winton has maintained a good social distance from him. And Winton cheers and rushes off to play with the others. Man, if for real life we could just solve children's like problems this quickly... I mean, now, right? The identity issues they have. These are like serious identity <laughs> issues that these children are grappling with. And Bluey's just like, imaginative play, I'm done. And they're like, I'm fixed. <laughs> that that magic- was the best synopsis ever. The I think you magic- just nailed it. <laughs> yeah, the magic, of- the magic of television. Yeah. Synopsis. Bluey fixes everybody's personal problems. Through imaginative play. Through the imaginative end. play. Yeah, that could just be Bluey in general. <laughs> Bluey then arrives at the school where Calypso is sitting, knitting, and asks her if she's seen the typewriter. Calypso says it must be around somewhere, and then gets Bluey to explain how she got past the terriers. Bluey shows the imaginative shield that she used to defend off the terriers, and then Calypso prompts her to show her a pretend typewriter, thus allowing Bluey to continue her game with only her imagination. Why? Why? Then as the episode ends, we see that Calypso is actually sitting on the typewriter the entire time. Yeah, the scene started so strong for me. I was like, oh, yay, Calypso knitting. I love that. And then it ended with that view. And I'm like, and it ended so poorly. If they would have just like cut out that part, it probably would have worked much better. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, oh, you can't find something. Oh, that's a bummer. Here, I'm going to find you a way 
to like deal with not being able to find it. Yeah. But then, oh no, I'm secretly hiding it from you and then teaching yes. you a way to deal with it. I don't know. It was a little yeah. underhanded. Yeah. A little underhanded Calypso. Yeah. Yeah. So there are no parents and I wouldn't necessarily give Calypso the, like I love the character of Calypso. She's I know. amazing. But yeah, in this I think episode. that's why little... we feel so betrayed. Yeah. <laughs> Harsh words. But yeah, it's just, um, and there weren't any really um, Aussie American translations. Nothing I caught. That I picked up in here. Well, it's around here somewhere. Hmm. Oh, hey, how did you get past the terriers? I used a shield. See? Ting, ting. Ting, ting. That's a nice shield, all right. Thanks. Okay, typewriter, where is it? But yeah, as facts, I said, many people think that it has tones of the Wizard of Oz, which 100%. Yeah. And then I also have two. Some people think Calypso is mean for having the typewriter. (laughs) Another fun fact is that there's a book... The typewriter book, because there's a lot of books, mm-hmm. you know, for the different episodes. And in the book version, Snickers also, like, they they specifically have him, like, laying on the ground, being like, I can't oh, stand up. got it. Yeah. And then I do want to talk about the Terriers. So we don't know the Terriers' names. I've already mentioned that. And then there's a little bit of debate about if they are actually Terriers or if they're actually Schnauzers. Oh, interesting. And, I mean, they always say for Scotland, so I, you know, assume that they're Scottish Terriers, right? They're like, for Scotland is what they do. But if you look at their color, they do actually physically resemble Schnauzers hmm. more than Terriers. Schnauzers are actually larger and have more color variation. Interesting. Yeah. And if you need to, Google Schnauzer versus Terrier because this okay. question apparently comes up a lot. People are like, which is which? And... Like a Scottish Terrier is shorter, mm-hmm. has like sm- smaller legs, and is shorter to the ground. And then Schnauzers are a little bit like taller. They're not super tall. It's not like a, you know, poodle, yeah, or a golden golden doodle or any of those things. Mm-hmm. And so they're more of like a mid-sized dog, but they both have like the beards and the extra kind of like long hair. So it's interesting. I mean, I just have to go with what the showrunners say. They're terriers, so. We trust them. We trust them, right? Uh, But it would be interesting to know what their names are. It would. Do you have any comments on this episode? Nope, I'm good. (laughs) You're like, no, it was a weird episode. It was. I'm like, it It just kind of was what it was. Yeah, it was a little weird. Yeah. But Winton's fun. I do like him in the. Yeah, he's adorable. In the thing. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much. And come back next week when we talk season two, episode 50. 50. Tori, 50. Crazy. Burger shop. Thanks. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please, please, please share it with your friends. Go online, rate the podcast, follow us to get the newest content drops right when they release. And of course, message us. You can find us on Instagram at for real life period pod, or you can send us an email at for real life period pod at gmail.com. Again, that's F O R R E A L L I F E period P O D.